Between 2013 and 2015, the U.S. EPA sampled freshwater fish across the continental U.S. Every single state had fish come back with elevated levels of PFAS. David Andrews is a senior scientist at the Environmental Working Group and one of the lead researchers who recently compiled that EPA data. We're really just trying to identify how are people being exposed and, and how can people take action to reduce that, that exposure. The researchers calculated what different levels of PFAS in fish would translate to in terms of PFAS-contaminated drinking water. They found that eating an 8-ounce fish with PFAS levels around 8,400 nanograms per kilogram of PFAS, one of the common types of PFAS, is the equivalent to drinking one month of water with PFAS levels of 48 parts per trillion. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services has a safe drinking water level of 20 parts per trillion, while the EPA's interim health advisory has a value of 0.02 parts per trillion for PFOS in drinking water. There's been a lot of attention, rightly so, paid to contaminated drinking water and, and how can we remove PFOS contamination from drinking water. Um, but part of this is how, how else are people being exposed and, and what's the, what, what's the, what are the changes that can be made that have the biggest impact? And it really looks like for people consuming freshwater fish, if possible, moving away from that may, may lead to the biggest change in terms of overall exposure to these compounds. The study also revealed that fish sampled in the Great Lakes had higher concentrations of PFAS, with the median level of PFAS being 11,800 nanograms per kilogram. But what we did see is that those levels in the Great Lakes are, are concerningly high, um, and it would take infrequent or even a single fish consumption to potentially significantly change serum levels. And, and so that's what really stood out is how infrequently you, you could consume fish and have it still have a measurable impact on the contamination in your body. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources does test fish for PFAS. Sean Strom is a toxicologist for the DNR. We've been looking at PFAS in fish and wildlife dating back to about 2006 or 2007. Um, we started to include it as a regular part of our monitoring uh, starting about 2017. So we've been um, looking at it for quite a while. In 2022, fish consumption advisories were issued for several species harvested in water bodies in more than five counties. This included limiting how much people should eat for five species in Lake Mohawkson in Lincoln County. Just yesterday, PFAS fish advisories were issued for Lake Wassa in Marathon County and the Stevens Point Flowage in Portage County. Strom says fish in larger lakes and the Wisconsin waters of Lakes Michigan and Superior are tested for PFAS with some regularity. For other rivers and lakes, PFAS testing is usually just done in areas of concern. Um, it's kind of a two-pronged approach of doing kind of routine monitoring and then more targeted monitoring. Strom says the DNR and Department of Health Services follow guidelines set by the Great Lakes Consortium for Fish Advisories when issuing advisories in Wisconsin. Those advisories are based on a document created in 2019 that uses EPA drinking water advisories set in 2016. Strom still encourages people to fish, but to check for any advisories before you go. He emphasized these are advisories. They're not laws or regulations restricting people. It's just advice that's put out by jointly by both the DNR and Department of Health Services to help um, reduce the exposure to potential contaminants in fish. Andrews recommends people be cautious about the fish they catch. The ultimate answer is that 
there shouldn't be this contamination in the fish and, and people shouldn't be concerned about it, but it's there. So everyone should know about it. Where, where fishing is very important, people go out regularly and they consume this fish. And, and so I think more needs to be done to address this potential source of exposure. PFAS in humans may lead to adverse health effects like high cholesterol levels, thyroid disease, and decreased fertility in women. Andrews says the silver lining to this is that commercial fish tested in grocery stores had extremely low levels of PFAS to the point where they're not of concern, though he recognizes that's little comfort for people who enjoy fishing like himself. I grew up fishing a ton, probably every week, if not more often. Um, I do a little bit less now, but I love to take my kids out fishing. So I, I understand why well, the draw and, and the importance there. I, I mean, it's a great way to get away from everything and so I find it frustrating and angry, angering that now I go out fishing and it makes me think of PFAS contamination. For WXPR's The Stream, I'm Katie Thorson.